Hello everyone and welcome to the Great British Mickey Waffle. I'm Becca and welcome to the August episode. Joining me today are Ben, Claire, Jill, John, Lloyd, Peter and Sammy. How is everyone today? Good. Yeah, yeah okay, thank thanks, you all. Yeah. all good. Great. Lovely. So I'm going to jump straight in. We've all dreamed of working at Walt Disney World, so I've got a couple of questions for you. First, if you could be a cast member at any resort, which one would it be? What position would it be and why? And secondly, if you could work on any attraction in Walt Disney World, what would it be? Uh, let's start with Lloyd. Right. Um, I thought about this long and hard because I wouldn't like any job in the hospitality industry after doing it when I was younger. <laughs> uh, so it was a tough one based on that. But um, giving it some more thought, I came to uh, Yacht and Beach Club and I'm going to be a lifeguard for Stormalong Bay. So I get to spend a lot of time outside. I might get to uh, dive in here and there and enjoy the, uh, <laughs> the fun of Stormalong Bay or maybe when it shuts for the evening, have a little swim around. And then I was thinking every time I finish shift with my uh, cast member pass, I can just go in through the International Gateway have a stroll around Epcot, or if it's in the evening, stop and have a drink, um, something to eat, maybe catch a couple of attractions uh, before I go home. And that would make up for working within the hospitality trade. Very nice. Good. <laughs> Good. Good choice. Yeah. Nothing you get worse. to save lots of pretty ladies as well when they're drowning, maybe. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bonus, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Lindsay Lohan will come to stay. <laughs> I might just watch as she sinks to the bottom with some bubbles. <laughs> going through my head now. It's just Lloyd slow motion running in there, like. Like <laughs> Hasselhoff. Whilst everything else is moving at normal speed and everyone's drowning as I run in slow motion. <laughs> no, I don't think Lloyd would be Hasselhoff. He'd be more the rock, surely. <laughs> Maybe Zach Efron. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. I'll, I'll, I'll stick on that. I don't know. Have you seen his character in Baywatch? <laughs> yeah, I, that's, I, I aspire to be that sort of a physical form of a man. <laughs> <laughs> and what about um, in park attraction? Ah, uh, that's right. That was an easy one. As soon as we started talking about this, uh, Claire guessed it straight away. Um, so I'll give you a bit of a background. Um, 1989, I was at a birthday party in McDonald's. So Sammy, Ben and Becky, you probably won't remember these. You used to do uh, birthday parties in McDonald's. You have your own area. And as a special treat, if it was your birthday, you get taken behind the scenes to see the milkshake machine and the walk-in freezer and, and fridge. <laughs> it was a massive highlight when you're in your, uh, you're like sort of between five or ten years old. Anyway, went to this birthday party. It was a girl called Lisa, her birthday party. And I liked her and this other guy liked her. And her dad tried to figure out which suitor he wanted for his daughter. So he asked us both what we'd like to be in life, what we want to be when we grow up. And the first guy, Mark, went. He said, I want to be a mechanic. So the dad sort of went, all right, okay. Rolled his eyes a little bit. Not a lot of money in that. But then he was more disappointed with me because I said I wanted to be a stuntman. So nothing's really changed on that. I've always got it in the back of my mind. I've always wished that I'd kind of pursued it or known how to pursue it because I had no idea how to be a stuntman. But on the back of that, my pipe dream was to be in the Indiana Jones uh, epic stunt spectacular <laughs> in uh, Disney Studios and 
and even though it's exactly the same every performance of every day of every year, just to hearing that music, that the Raiders theme go and, and being able to be more a part of a movie than any attraction, even Rise of Resistance can get you because you get to fall from the ceiling and escape from the boulder and, uh, you know, run through the markets of um, Morocco, Marrakesh, wherever it was and, yeah, that, that I'd love that. That'd be absolutely awesome. And I'd take any, any character just to be in it, even Marion, just so I could be in the show. You're not going to be the guy in the Hawaiian shirt, are you? Even him, yeah. I can't backward roll, though. Oh, <laughs> they'll teach you. I could see his ending, you know, with a, with a hat and all that. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah I totally could. Two, 2002, I invested in the indie hat and the proper like leatherette one as well from the stall just outside the show. And it was it stayed with me for many, many years. But unfortunately, it... <laughs> It came. It came to its end last year. Had to be thrown away. But yeah, I love that. Have hat. you? I, I don't know if I've asked this before. Have you ever been one of the the volunteers for the indie show? No. I, oh. Do you know what? I, I'm quite. I'm quite shy. So it's only in the past couple of years where I'm kind of in dad mode and I don't care anymore. I've actually put yeah. my hands up to volunteer, thinking right. I'd love to get picked, but I never <laughs> yeah. have. Oh, I never get picked true. for anything. I was, as I said, like uh, when Claire first guessed this, I said I'm always tempted to wear a really bright Hawaiian shirt in the crowd just in case they pick me <laughs> up by mistake. I can imagine you as Indy Lloyd. I think you'd probably, I'll, 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 I think you'd be quite good being chased by a boulder with a whip. You'd be all right. <laughs> yes, in my imagination, now you're wearing a, a scarf, white scarf, glasses, <laughs> and a pants suit, trouser suit now, and it's, it's, yeah. it's yeah. Let's not go there. Frying pan is my weapon of choice. Indeed, yes. <laughs> is that her name, Marion? Is it? Yeah, Marion Ravenwood. Yeah, Marion, yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, so that would be mine. In lieu of, actually, when they need to recruit a new Indiana Jones, because Harrison Ford is 105. And broken. Uh, and broken. And also, <laughs> and with his history suing UV Studios when he gets hurt now, they probably don't want to use him for another Indiana Jones. So I might take a punt at that if they open up a, an open casting call. But yeah, they're mine anyway, Becca. Brilliant. Good choices, I think. Uh, Sammy? Okay, so first one was difficult. I didn't really know what kind of position I would want to hold in a hotel. Uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't too sure, but I eventually came up with I want to work at Animal Kingdom Lodge because animals. And I want to be the person like checking people in when they arrive. Like I don't want to check them out. <laughs> I just want to check people in because <laughs> like when you check out people, like they're all sad and they're angry and they'll tell you all their woes and that. I can't be doing that. I'm so sorry. I thought you meant like checking people out. <laughs> I mean, I would be checking people while I was checking them in, <laughs> but like. <laughs> But yeah, I would just love to like check people into the hotel and um, get there like because they'll be all excited and they'll we'll get to ask some questions like what are you most looking forward to and I would love to be able to place people in their rooms as well. I know that's a bit of a strange thing to want to do, but I've always kind of really wanted to see that side of it and be able to like pick the rooms that I'm in and see where's free and where's not free and stuff. Bit of a bit of a strange one, but yeah. So I would like to check people in, not check people out. But check people out while I'm checking them in. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> in regards to an attraction, um, I, at first I was thinking rides, like what ride would I want to work in? But I decided to not choose a ride. I would love to be Mickey or Minnie Mouse. Like who wouldn't want to be 
the big cheese or the the big cheese's little misses, you know. I think it would be so much fun just like interacting with guests and and getting their pictures taken and hugging it. I'm a big hugger. I love a hug. So it would just be like hugging guests all day as one of the most iconic characters uh, in history. So I think that would be like a pretty cool job. What do you guys in the, think? In the Florida heat though, Sammy, in that costume. Well, I would want to be indoors. See, I'm very specific about ah, my okay. <laughs> I would need to be indoors. <laughs> would, it, would it be the would talking Mickey? Be Mickey, I'd have to be like, like um, what is it called? Where, where, where he does the meet in MK? Town Square. Town Square, yeah. I would have to be like Town Square Mickey or something. But uh, I just think it would be like so much fun to just like be Mickey or Minnie. I just think that would be really cool. I was going to ask you the same question, Ben. With <laughs> <laughs> the Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, my God, imagine. You could oh, be friends with Merida. I could be friends with Merida, but I don't know. I just, I, I don't think I'd like to be a face character because the first one that I thought of was Ariel. Like, I've always wanted to be Ariel. Like, I've always wanted to be a mermaid. That's, like, my thing. But I, I don't know if I could be a face character, but I think I would be very happy being a costume character i believe ariel has a high priority when it comes to princesses really i believe, I believe that that among the cast members there is a, a priority list of princesses yeah ariel is quite high up there because she gets to sit down a lot yeah yeah i was more thinking just about having a tail man i was like that's awesome. <laughs> i must be like i've always wanted to do those you know you see them online those like where you get the like the mermaid classes where you get to like put on yes. the the pure uh, lycra tail and like swim about. I'd love to do that. So, um, but yeah, Mickey, Mickey or Minnie, and then uh, checking people in at Animal Kingdom. Cool lodge. Yeah. Lodge. Okay, Peter. My hotel where I would work has to be Wilderness Lodge because every time we go in, I want to stay there. It just that lobby looks fantastic. And going out to the geyser, geezer, whatever you want to call it, is fun. And even the nighttime pageant that goes across the the lake, yeah, e- even that. And I've got to, and I must have a bison burger at the there. Must have a bison burger. So it has to be with all my heart, Wilderness Lodge. What would I like to do at Wilderness Lodge? I would like to be the person who is on the uh, DVC counter because nobody would talk to me and I could just ima- I would just admire the whole of the lobby all the time. You'd hate us, Peter. The first person we talk- talked to about DVC was the DVC person at Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> We were there for about an hour and a half, just talking to them. Did well, they get the sale that day? No, no they had to wait about you're, you're two, three years. We, if we had the money at the time, we would have bought in. Oh. The ride is a harder thing, much harder. Um, I've got so many choices. Hmm. The attraction. Okay. I would like to be one of the people who guides the the guests to Mickey or Minnie or any of the characters because there's a bubbly atmosphere around the meet and greets and it's a great uh, a great boost to you 
when you're helping people to meet their their idols, you know, and you can talk to Mickey and talk to them and make their their stay at Disney that bit better uh, and that bit more exciting. Well, there you go. That's me. They are some of the best CMs as well, those ones that introduce you to your characters. Yeah. And Peter, if you if you were one of the uh, cast members that leads you to a droid that doesn't speak like BB-8 or R2-D2, you can kind of make up what they're saying, can't you? Absolutely, <laughs> yes. You can have a lot, but you can be as funny or as charming or as anything as you like, can't you? So I think that'd be quite an interesting one. Yeah, I think those cast those cast members as well, and I think for particularly for busy characters, have actually got patience as saints. They really have, and the, you know, to try and keep the magic going for so many people when you've got probably children who are not um, in the state of which they've waited a long time. They're overexcited. <laughs> they need the toilet or whatever, and it actually you get into that point towards the front of the queue, and and actually I've seen some amazing cast members and how they've dealt with. With with sort of potentially sort of some some tricky situations and it yeah I can see where you're coming from there Peter I think it's a yeah. really it's a lovely job that Jill right well I'm going to say for my resort I'm going to choose the Grand Floridian and I am going to be a musician at the Grand Floridian now, I'm not kidding myself that my uh, piano playing skills are up to the required standard but this is in my imagination so you know I know Jill is a very good piano player I will say that <laughs> and of course I have to say that as a husband but I also say that <laughs> because it's true thank you my love the checks in the post <laughs> so yeah I'm going to be a musician which means that I get to hang out in the bar and in the lobby and maybe sometimes even play in the restaurant in uh in um oh, brain's gone victoria and albert's uh although when we went there they have a harpist rather than a pianist so and i might have to learn the harp but uh one good thing about being a musician around that area is that i could make best friends with the chef at victoria and albert's and maybe he'd sneak me some leftovers <laughs> so yeah that that would be me um, as for attraction, everybody knows that my favourite attraction is It's a Small World, but I'm sorry, even I would find hearing that song all day just too much. So I am not going to go there. However, I think I will go for my second favourite, which is Haunted Mansion. Several reasons for this. One, it's indoors. Two, you don't have to smile all the time. <laughs> And three, you can have some fun and, and do some spooky jokes and some messing about and terrifying people. And uh, yeah, it'd just be a bit of fun to do, I think. So that's me. See, I changed my mind on Haunted Mansion a couple of times and decided that I couldn't do it because I couldn't not smile. <laughs> that was the same for me. I was, I was thinking Tower of Terror, but I was like, I can't be surly and, and stuff like that, I would have to be like, oh, like, smiley and happy. And it's stuff. five years of, re six years of retail as well. They tell you you're not allowed to be grumpy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to smile all the time. Um, so as I'm chatting, I think I'll go for mine now. So my hotel would be Riviera. And for the job, I would be the hostess showing all the people to their seats at Topolino Terrace. 
I can't cook and I can't be a waitress, so that's those two out. But hopefully with that job, it would mean that I'd be able to watch the fireworks from all three parks every night with that view. So yeah, that would be mine there. And attraction-wise, I am denied on this one as well for ages. But I've decided that I would be one of the photographers either around the parks or at the character meet and greets, capturing those magical moments for all of those families that come through. That's a fab idea. I think I think mm. now that you've said that, that would be on my list of like top five or ten as well. It helps that I did a photography course and I can take pictures yeah. half that recently helps. as well. Yeah, it does help. Yeah. I can imagine being the, the photographer at the top of Main Street and all the people proposing and you get to capture all those things. It'd be amazing. Oh, that would be good. Unless you get replaced by the automated sort of photo things. Can you imagine if there's someone proposing, just like you got the foot, the whole thing. There's a big difference, though, Becca, between a good photographer within Walt Disney World and then a really poor photographer who's just been given a camera and is just basically taking snapshots. And I've got to say, when you get a really good photographer, it makes such a difference to your holiday you know, you get some amazing shots. You get some pictures where somebody's actually taken a photograph and they've thought about what's in the background. They've thought about where you're standing. They've thought about what it looks like when it's actually printed out. And, you know, they're few and far between these days, but they are superb. They really are. Hmm. We had a photographer at the bottom of Main Street one time who was just so pleased to be there. He he, Disney had given him a job as a photographer and trained him at their place. And he was just so happy to be in a job. And he was just a great uh, CM because of it. Yeah. It was really good. Photographers can make or break your your holiday, really. Mm-hmm. Right, who next? Ben. Okay. Well, for the resort, there's too many sort of ones to choose from but I think I'm going to go for uh, the greeter on the door just saying welcome home just when you think hey, we've all went on a long flight uh, we've arrived by car we're just excited to get to a hotel drop bags off and just get to the parks but just saying that two words of welcome home always just makes me feel like I'm at Disney and I'd, I'd just like to just bring that joy to um, anyone that walks through um, with the attraction I've had a lot of Wait, thoughts you never, you never said which hotel Any- did you? Any of the, any of the results? I, I don't, I don't okay. know. Is okay. that cheating? Is that, is that cheating, Okay. <laughs> Specifically, I think, I think then. Ben, you don't, ben, you don't strike me as like the security sort of uh, bouncer type. <laughs> <laughs> see, not the security, just the just the nice person you see. Just like the, um, if I had to choose a hotel, it's probably going to be Grand Floridian. Just, yeah. it, it's one I've always wanted to stay at, and um, I can't remember his name. I know you're going to say, because you've got 80 years of job security, haven't yeah. you, if you're the greeter at Grand Floridian? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember, I can't remember his name either. That's that no. uh, lovely bloke. See, I wanted to say Albert. <laughs> no, I met him and I can't remember. I've got a photo. Yeah, of I've met him as well. He was lovely. I'll find the photo for the show notes. Oh, bless. He died last year, didn't he? Two years. Two years ago. Is it two, is it two years? Wow, that's gone quick. His name was Richard. Richard Girth. I can see you all grey with your glasses on. <laughs> ben hanging round, hanging round the uh, the nice the uh, wedding motor out the front. Sorting out the girls' dresses on the on the uh, the stairs. 
It's an ideal retirement job. So imagine retiring at the Grand Floridian. I think that's dreams of a lot of us, really. But um, yeah, going to, yeah. Attra- <laughs> going to the attraction, um, I'd like to be uh, one of the... Okay, does it have to be an attraction or can it be in a land? I think we can go for in a land, a land. considering I'd, I'd, I'd like to be, to be the stormtroopers that roam along around Galaxy's Edge. And like ask guests for ID and move, ask them to move along or put their face masks on. You don't get to take the costume home, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> you've, got, you've got to hang it up the end of the day. Yeah. All no. oh, right, Becca. That's fine, bye. <laughs> you can make a homemade one and pretend. <laughs> Keep that lightsaber away from me, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a kind of girl anyway. Oh, is in August, you're brave. Oh. Or should I be the ones that are at Disney Springs that are shouting social distancing? I think sort of the ones at Hollywood Studios will be better. Yeah. Be more fun. Yeah. We've had great interactions with them over the past few years as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, even when they weren't. Even when Galaxy's Edge wasn't open, we had great interactions with the Stormtroopers wandering around Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Yeah. My choice was either that or work in Rise of the Resistance. It's one of the First Order. You don't get a second choice. That was my honourable mention. I don't want to sneak it in. (laughs) It's in the same land. It doesn't count. Also, now we all get an honourable mention, Ben. Well, we found that out last time, didn't we, Sammy? Uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's always room for an honourable mention. Uh, so, John. Right, I'm going to start with my resort. And as much as I'd love to don those uh, the red swimwear and be a lifeguard at Stormalong Bay at the Otten Beach Club, uh, which I which I really would have wanted to do, Lloyd. But I actually I don't think I've got the I don't think I've got the concentration levels to actually see me to the lifeguarding bit. I think I'd be far too distracted, you know. So I'm going for the dream job in the most amazing place, and actually. Jill, you're going to be in my band because I'd actually love to be the band leader for the house band at the Grand Floridian. I'm the least musical in our family. And uh, as much as I'd love to be able to today, I'd be able to sing for the uh, Voices of Liberty in uh, Epcot. I don't think I'd cut it on that one. So I'd need our Joe on drums, our Josh on guitar. Jill's obviously now going to be playing piano for me. And I would just, I'd love to be able to do it. The whole of that lobby at the Grand Floridian is the most amazing place and the acoustics in there are just absolutely amazing. And we've, we've just sat and watched the band so many times and just been transfixed by just the, the sheer beauty of it. And the, the music that they make is just incredible. And to just, to just be able to just jam Disney tunes every night of the week would just be, that would be something to behold for me. It really would. Plus the fact that you've got the smell of the Grand Floridian just on, you know, just to take home with you every evening would be would be quite pleasant. Um, and as for my ride, now, my immediate thought, I was wanting to be a cast member on the Keys to the Kingdom tour or maybe behind the magic, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick to the exact terms of the question. So I'm going to go for a ride. I'm not going to start cheating as is... As Everybody has else has done. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> so, me. Excuse me. Yes, I mean. If you look under the attractions on the website, it's not just rides. <laughs> it says a ride in the script. <laughs> I'm going for Tower of Terror. And I've got to say, over the years, yeah, it's my most favourite ride. But 
the ride is made so much better when you get a quality cast member who totally immerses themselves into the actual ride. They just completely make the experience so different. I'd love to be one of those who just sort of helps to make that pre-show a little bit more scary. But I'd also love to be the person as you shut the doors and you just push your face straight in towards the, the windows of the of the carriage and everyone's looking at you and you just everyone thinks you're probably crazy and things like that. But it's a brilliant, it just adds so much. Just like the same cast member who, when you think it's all over, they open the doors at the very end of the ride and then shout at you really quickly as, as you're about to get off and it scares quite a lot of people. And I'd love That's to do that. I'd, I'd love to do that because I just think, I think it's one of those one of those things that if you actually get into what the ride's meant to be, and you understand, you know, I th- I think the quality of cast members there, have, as probably the training hasn't been as hot, probably in the past three or four years, and and I go back sort of ten, probably ten years, even like, probably even less than that, and when you get a cast member who totally gets what the ride's about. It is the most amazing feeling before you even ride the ride. So that's why I'd love to do that. I'd love to make it that quality experience for anybody who rides Tower of Terror. I've never done Tower of Terror. It does make a difference to the ride if you get a, if you get a good cast member. We've had that in France and in, in Orlando. It's the terrifying cast members that keep me off of it, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Not just the drop. It's the theming. Oh, it's just, it's amazing. And I've got to say, I think a lot of the time, we've had a lot of really good cast members. I must I must admit that. And when you get somebody who totally gets it, and I know somebody said before about, um, I think we were mentioning about Haunted Mansion, about being deadpan all the time. But when you get somebody who's completely straight-faced, from you getting to the front of the queue, to them getting you into the line, to whatever row you're going into, and then they just, they just, go into role it's a it's a, it's a it's an acting part as you as you're giving the spiel about pulling the belt from the right no that's from the right not from the left it's from that side and they, they just go for hell for leather and i love it i think it, it just is such an easy acting role that makes such a difference to tower of terror well i have to admit even though i have only taken the chicken exit <laughs> so I've gone through the, the queue and then just gone out to the chicken exit but even the CM that saw me to the chicken exit to the lift <laughs> going down yeah <laughs> and, uh, and this part yeah so. I think it's it's funny as well Jill though isn't it because actually I think when you go to that you know, if you go into that sort of the chicken exit as you call it there is they actually, they actually make you feel ashamed <laughs> yeah, they, they really do. They, they actually they they're, they're really sort of doing their best. If they're if they're one of these cast members, they make you feel ashamed for not wanting. You know, they feel hurt that you're not staying in the hotel. You know, and I love yeah, that. Becca, if if you can do haunted mansion, you can do Tower of Terror. They're they're similar. <laughs> I would say no, 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 no. I don't mean the ride. I mean the cast members yeah, the and cast like here. I'd say the ride's a little different. Oh, the ride's a little different. <laughs> but but if, if we don't, don't tell, tell me, we might get away with it, Sammy. <laughs> no. But Esther said the thing keeping her off Tower of Terror is the cast members. And the yeah. theme in itself. And the I, I, I think it's more than the cast members <laughs> myself, Sammy. I think it's that drop. 
<laughs> it's that drop of the, and then that and then that lovely ride right back up to the very top for the <laughs> while you're screaming at the top. I'm trying and to then, give Becca no excuse to not open it. <laughs> I've got I think I've got a yeah, I've got a video that yeah, I'm not even going there, Becca. I won't put you off, it's brilliant. <laughs> what you'll have to do is you'll have to come down to Paris with us one day. Yeah. And I'll drag even... me on it. We need to do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm ha- I'll happily do that. I'm happy to drag people on <laughs> Happy to do it. So that would mean, last but not least, Miss Claire. Yeah. Oh, this was a hard question. There were so many choices, wasn't there? I don't know if anyone else found it difficult. Um, so, as per usual, I might bend the rules slightly. Um, right, Claire, I'm going to stop you there. <laughs> How did how did we know that this is going to happen? And actually, I'm really glad I'm asked because then no one else can change this, which is great. Um, but we can add an honourable mention. Oh, absolutely! You've only had one. I've got. Plenty. I've got about five on my piece of paper. <laughs> so I'm going to start in a resort, uh, and my resort that I love for lots of reasons is Fort Wilderness. And when I decided why I loved it I just it was very clear to me the cast member role that I wanted to carry out in that resort uh, and I'm I love the horses over at this tricycle D ranch they're beautiful but for me the only role I need to play is Dolly Drew in the hoop de doo review <laughs> brilliant so Dolly Drew is the female comedy lead who is paired with six bits um and it is the best role in the whole show i love the singing i love the dance i love the history of the hoop de doo like 1974 and the more than anything i love the dad jokes all the way through it they're really cheesy puns the musicians are amazing last time we went we were sat about four inches from the pianist and he was incredible and it's the ad-libbing it's brilliant so yeah dolly drew for me um, what kind of name is six bits I mean, like, we're, I want to know the backstory of that. I'm going to need some sort of uh, context. I think so, it's referring to money. I yeah. Even a haircut, two bits. I, I, it is, but I think it also might refer to his uh, number of brain cells. Ah, okay. <laughs> Thank ah. you for clarification. I appreciate that. Claire, so, at, Fort Wil- at Fort Wilderness, I thought you'd want to be the cast member who checks you in, gives you the eight magic bands, and then try <laughs> pretends that he doesn't know that you're not even going to camp there on the one plot. Enjoy <laughs> your stay. I've had several of them and they're very, very earnest in terms of telling me where the toilet blocks are and the fact I need my magic band to access them in the evening. Um, Yeah. No, so, um, yeah, for me, uh, Hoop Dee Doo is definitely the the winner. So Dolly Drew is is my character of choice. Uh, If we're going in park, so there was lots of things. John's already mentioned Voices of Liberty, so I don't need to mention that one. and I always thought that wearing the plaid of a tour guide would be the thing that I would want to do most. Um, but actually, having had the experience of taking um, my daughter last year to the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, I decided I'd like to be a fairy godmother in training. So I love doing hair. I love doing makeup. Um, and Millie just had the best time. She was totally overcome with the whole excitement of the whole experience um so for me being a fairy godmother in training um would be an amazing cast member job because actually you you the role that you play every day making little princesses happy 
um and the glitter there's glitter everywhere i love that um so yeah i would be a fairy godmother in training i can 100% see you doing that 100%, 100%. yeah it's good fun and you know you get the it's so magical if you i, I don't know if anyone else has ever been with a child when they've been through it but it, it you know there's magic mirrors there's the dresses the hair the makeup oh it's fab apart from that like the colored hair clipping things i wouldn't be doing any of them i don't like those I think it's a good job, though, Claire, this is the August show, because I know that there's probably many of our listeners who, who work in schools and the, the very mention of glitter just brings, <laughs> it brings the school cleaner. The school cleaner starts twitching the minute you get to sort of mid-November and teachers, <laughs> teachers start talking about getting the glitter out for Christmas. So thankfully we're in August and anybody who's listening whilst in the third back garden or anything like that, particularly school cleaners who <laughs> very, very readily just do not they would they would ban glitter forever <laughs> so yeah i think when, them to bibbity bobbity boutique anyway it's not just school cleaners it, it's everyone I, yeah and i think everyone would work hate it yeah. when you get the glitter out <laughs> i think it's anyone who's got a, a daughter who's under the age of 18 or has has you know i cleaned out my car earlier and the bit where Midi sits, I swear there was just like an inch of glitter on the floor, on the seats. <laughs> Every single corner of my car has yeah. glitter in it. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's just normal day to day. So, uh, Or yeah. a big kid like me who has lots of glitter. <laughs> and I have like a glittery rainbow Disney bag that I took totally. on my first date with Connor. Yeah. And his car was covered. I'm surprised, <laughs> surprised he lets you back in the car there, Sammy. I, exactly, but he does. <laughs> Because you know how much he loves you. <laughs> exactly. You can't go wrong with glitter, to be honest with you. I you love know, a glitter man. You share it with your friends. So a, a job where you get to sprinkle that on people without them realising. Fantastic. Apparently the fairy godmother in training do have something they will do for grown-ups as well. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I'm is that where you put the fifty dollar note in, like tiny little folded up in your palm, and you do a little secret <laughs> handshake? Yeah. <laughs> if you're a grown up, they will do the hairspray bits oh, man. for you, and and sprinkle some fairy dust on you. Ooh, I was going to say, I think the um, Pirates League allow adults to join. I know they do on the cruise as well. Yeah, I think I think there is there is a grown up um, makeup and hair experience that you can pay through the nose for. Yeah, Yeah. someone at Wilderness Lodge, I think they've got spa and salon. But I think I think doing it for you know making up and making a five, six, seven year old little girl that that's special. Yeah, yeah. I think with all this talk on cast members, I think to a shout out to all the cast members that have recently come back off furlough and, and are back Walt Disney World. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Do you know too, what? Too right, man. The cast members absolutely make the place, and I think that that's sometimes the difference between there and other parks, not just in Florida but around the world. The training, the commitment to the the role. Um, and the commitment to customer service is un, you know, un, um, 
There's some parallel in, in, in the yeah, whole... That's that, the word. Yeah, yeah. In that whole, but in that whole sector, Claire, though, and, and I think that's that's where it's been so hard to, when the parks have been shut to understand that these people are, you know, they're desperate to get back to work because they, they've missed it as much as anybody else. Yeah. And, you know, I still really feel... I think I've said this a few times now, but I still really feel for those cast members who still can't get back to work because either their show hasn't started again or their particular role hasn't started again you know and i think i think really as a podcast i think we've been been really thoughtful of these people and you know we're even looking now again at sort of hong kong closing again and it's it's so sad it really is because you're actually playing with people's lives and and i think everybody who listens to our show would really sort you know we're all disney fans and we all know that those cast members are just the most amazing people yeah, hey, hey. yeah, they don't do it for the money. No, no. not at all. Not at all. Some of the hoo ha they have to put up with from visitors. Oh, horrible guests, I know. Yeah. So shout out to all the cast members. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, some great opinions there and some great dream jobs for us all, I think. Can't wait to hear that band, John. Now it's time for our carousel of questions. And I know what you're thinking. We've heard from all the wafflers. And from our mini wafflers, so who's left? Well, we decided to throw these out to our extended family in the Disney community and invite some of our favourite podcasters, bloggers and vloggers to join in the fun. So this month, we have two couples bringing their own stamps to the proceedings. First up, we have Gaz and Ange from the Kershaw Adventures, Disney vloggers focusing on Walt Disney World and DLP. Question one, favourite park? Magic Kingdom for me. Um, it's just, you can't beat it. And Hollywood Studios for me. Question two, ride that you hate. Peter Pan's flight. No. I, you I, can't say Peter Pan's flight. I said it. <laughs> I said it. I, I think it's overrated. I don't mind it, um, but I, I think um, the amount of cue that you get for that ride compared to the experience that you get on the ride, I'd say it's overrated. So that's the reason why I'm saying that. Uh, Mission Space, it made me feel really poorly. Green or orange? Uh, orange. Yeah, went for the full experience, didn't like it, never will do it again. <laughs> Most overrated snack? The churro ice cream sandwich. Yeah, that's the, it. You expect it to be soft like a churro, but it's actually yeah. really hard. Yeah. So I'm gonna, agree? yeah, I'm going to agree with that one. That's the one in Sleepy Hollow, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Favourite transportation mode in more Disney World? Skyline. Yeah, no, I'll stick to mine. <laughs> Favourite table service restaurant? The Cellier. Yeah, I think I'm going to agree with Le Cellier. That's our go-to restaurant. Yeah. Resort you haven't stayed at but want to more than anything else on Earth? Yeah, Wilderness Lodge for both of us. Yeah. Favourite car park? Don't drive when we're there, so we haven't been in any. No, yeah, we can't answer that one. No, so we use the buses for the majority of it. That's all right. That's a interesting. It's a good answer because we've, we've had some very interesting ones that we weren't allowed to air. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Typhoon, Blizzard, or Volcano Bay? Blizzard Beach. Yeah. Most fun one. Yeah, I agree. But it's mainly always closed when we're there. <laughs> but it's the one we look forward to the most. There's always one that's closed. Like half of or for like winter in October. Yeah, yeah, it always seems to be Blizzard Beach when we're there, though, yeah. that's closed. Yeah. 
See, we always tend to get Typhoon Lagoon that's closed. I think it depends on it because they, they flip them each year, don't they? But yeah. like, we're all capable to go at the beginning of the year or the end, so. Yeah, we've just been unlucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things you plan everything and then you realise then the park hours come out and then they change it around. I remember a few years ago when they changed Big Thunder Mountain being closed for when for four months. And it was the month we went out with a whole family. There's nine of us and we thought, oh, let's all go on Big Thunder Mountain. And then, no, it was closed. I was heartbroken. Oh, we were supposed to go on um, Blizzard Beach last year, but they did the extended refurb last year, so they shut it three months earlier. <laughs> it's one of those things, you plan everything, and it's just you get a few months before, think, oh, everything's fine, and then you realise, you look at fast passes, it's not available, or something's changed, or... Yeah, yeah. Always a good excuse to go back. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need an excuse. No. <laughs> um, Galaxy's Edge or Diagon Alley? Yeah, yeah. it blew us away. That that was it. Was amazing. Yeah. Early morning or late night park visit? Personally, late night park visit, but with Ollie, it's sort of turning more early morning. Yeah, but I'm, the night for fireworks. Yeah. Keep the magic or backstage detail? Backstage detail. Yeah. Yeah. We love it. We went on a couple of backstage ones. Yeah, we've done the Keys to the Kingdom, so that was fun. But not with a little one. No. I wouldn't keep the magic for a little one. Is it five hours long or three hours long? Seven 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 hours. Keys to the Kingdom is a long one. Yeah, we've not done any of the tours yet, but... They are brilliant. Brilliant tours, yeah. Really. Into magic, yeah. That's the shorter one. I want to do what was the one? It's not the tour. It's the um, what is the World Africa trek? Oh yeah, I've really that. good as well. Yeah. That. that is really very good. good. How high is that bridge? It's really, it's reasonably high. It's yeah. not scary high, unless you're very they're not. The, the bridges aren't like rickety or anything like that. No. So, you know, they're, they're very, very sturdy, so you don't have a problem with it at all. And I think you're any you clip to you it, clip to it yeah. as well, so there's, there's, you don't need to worry too much about the height. I'm not good with heights. Yeah, no. Just I look think up. you can probably yeah. up of that bit if you wanted to. Yeah. I would think, because you, you have to get back on the... That's where they take the photo. Yeah. You? yeah. you could it's probably just... opt out a bit if you wanted to, that part. The food part of it was really good. Yeah. It was a pleasant surprise. We weren't expecting it, so it, but the food on it was really good. Favorite other podcast or vlogger about Disney? We've got too many to name. Yeah, we we, wa- we watch a lot. One. Yeah, we watch a lot, so we don't want to upset anyone because we do watch a lot. I think the main one that we're watching regularly right now is probably Sat discussions. Yeah, Sat discussions. We love Sat discussions. And on site or off site. Site. On site, 100%. Our second carousel of questions is another Disney vlogging couple, Pippa and Pete from Broadway's Away. Right, you ready then? Yes. Okay. Here's our carousel of questions. Very first one, what's your favourite park? Epcot. Epcot. Tell, me, tell me a ride that you hate. Small World. Yeah, Small World. What's the most overrated snack? Uh, churros. Turkey leg. What's your favourite transportation mode at Walt Disney World? Um, now it's Skyline. Yeah. Good call. Uh, what's your favourite table service restaurant at Disney? Uh, La Celia. La Celia. 
in Epcot. You're doing well here. This is quite surprising. Five <laughs> questions in. It's a, yeah, they'd be on Mr. and Mrs. next, won't you? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Tell what's a resort that you haven't stayed at but would want to more than anything else on earth? Grand Floridian. Polly. Because I want to know what the hype's about. <laughs> Everyone bangs yeah. on about the Polly. Yeah, um, good, good answers. Next one. What's your favourite car park? We don't drive when we're out there, ever. <laughs> no. But I know everyone loves Lime. No, no, no. that's <laughs> fine. That's that lime. lime at Disney Springs. There you yeah. go. We love it. Yeah, I've got to admit, it's the one that always catches people out, that one. <laughs> Typhoon, Blizzard Beach or Volcano Bay? Well, we, mm. we've never been to water parks sadly the only one i've been to very long time ago is blizzard beach we're not really water parky people but when we go you're probably still recovering from summit plummet we always go when blizzard beach is being um refurbished and yeah. we keep we're gonna put our heads into typhoon lagoon and we never do yeah. never get around to it well we're gonna say typhoon lagoon yeah okay let's say typhoon lagoon all right okay uh galaxy's edge or diagon alley oh, galaxy's edge diagon alley <laughs> early morning or late night park visit early morning now i'd say early morning keep the magic or backstage detail keep the magic i don't know what what what, what is what are those you can call them me yeah it's more it's more if you want to keep all of the park secrets oh i see or oh. do you enjoy the 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 knowledge of what's backstage, the things backstage. that you can't see. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one actually, because I think when I when I was first asked it, I I went for keep the magic, and yet I'm actually a total backstage detail person. So, I've done a stage tour, but um, having worked in theatre quite a lot, I know knowing what goes on backstage doesn't affect my. Yeah. Yeah. opinion of what goes on from yeah. your point of view so yeah okay last two so yeah. what's your, apart from your own what's your favorite other podcast or vlogger about disney mm. oh that's a tricky one because we watch quite a few don't we currently mr david and mr ian yes yeah i'd say at this point in time yeah. Yeah. Mr. David, Mr. Yeah. Ian. Yeah. Okay. And the final one, on-site or off-site? On-site? On site. How is that even a question? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think for anyone who's got DVC, it's on-site every single time, isn't it? That'd be, have, that'd be odd if we've said off-site. I have stayed yeah. on-site many years ago. I didn't like it. Yeah. Oh, it's perfectly fine. You know, it wasn't anything wrong yeah. with it, but we, I do prefer it. We like to be in the bubble. Yeah. 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 There you go. Well, You've done it. Well, I hope that wasn't too messy. That was good, that. You can find both couples on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. So go check them out. But not right now, because now it's time for everyone's favourite segment It's a Disney Knockout.
And fresh from our trip to Universal last month, we're back at Walt Disney World. Although we still have something a little bit different. In celebration of the reopening of some of our favourite and not-so-favourite establishments, just a quick note, all of these are open at the time of recording. So let's go to round one. We have Satuli Canteen, Sunshine Seasons, Cosmic Rays, or Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo. Some of them even sell chicken nuggets, Sammy. I know which one I'm packing, so... Go on then, Sammy, you can go first. Cosmic Rains, uh, thank you. <laughs> I'll be eating Cosmic Rains. Uh, I just like it. I think it's in a good little position, and it does nuggets and chips, which I'm a big fan of. <laughs> um, although I, I do want to try Satilli Canteen, uh, but, yeah, it's it's got to be Cosmic Rays. It's got to be Satilli Canteen for me. It's just the choice, of, and it doesn't feel like theme park food. Sorry, Sammy, it's not chicken nuggets, but, um, but yeah, there's just so much choice. Chicken. And just, I don't know, it's just, and it's reasonably priced as well. It's nice for a quick service. Lloyd. Um, for me, it's a toss-up between Satuli Canteen and uh, Docking Bay 7, both because they're just immersed in these wonderfully uh, wonderfully built and developed lands, and so almost like your journey continues even as you're, you're eating your food as well. Um, but I'm leaning towards Satuli Canteen just for the, for the menu, um, the healthier choices if you want to go that way as well. Some nice beef dishes on there, some interesting um, shrimp dishes. Um, and then, yeah, jump out of there and go and get your fast pass for flight of passage. No, not fast pass for flight of passage because you have to go through the standby line, which is what Lou instructed us to do. So, yeah, come out to Satuli Canteen right. and get in the standby line for flight of passage. And it's only like 30 minutes. Yeah, at the moment. Less than that sometimes recently as well. Yeah. Well, I'll go next. Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I haven't been to two of those, so I can't comment on them. But my first um, choice was Sunshine Seasons. There's a nice variety of food in there, particularly at breakfast. They do have very good breakfast options. And um, yeah, there's a nice variety from different places in the world and Yes, it's theme parky type food, but it's good theme parky type food. Jill? Um, well, I am going to go with one I haven't actually been to. I'm going to go with Statuli Canteen. Um, just it, the theming looks amazing and the food, the menu looks really interesting. Uh, I think I'd like to try those cheeseburger bow bun things as well. They, they look interesting and the fluorescently coloured dessert. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit different. I'll go for Satuli Canteen. Lovely. John? Oh, you, you've got me already, Becca. The choices here, Cosmic Rays, just for Sunny Eclipse, would be, would be one. Sunshine Seasons, just for the choice of food, is another. But I'm going to go with Satuli Canteen. And I'm going to go for a different reason than other people, because actually I found this a very, very difficult place initially to to actually understand first of all what they sold based on the menus that are outside as you as you come off flight of passage the menus that are visible from the outside are, are quite confusing and you're not really totally sure of, of what is actually in the actual restaurant itself 
so what we actually did was we, we actually went into we actually sort of blagged away into as if we were going to go and order order a meal and then stopped just as a, at the barrier and actually looked at the menu inside when you get to the service uh, counter is actually much clearer and you actually get an idea of of the whole the whole essence of what they're trying to do there and the whole idea of there being a protein and there being a meat you know this that, and the other and it, it suddenly became clearer and once once we'd actually got that clear in our own minds you actually got what they tried to create as a as a, as a restaurant and from that moment the food was superb for for everybody in the family because you can actually i think ben you alluded to it as well it isn't typical theme park food so if you're actually there for a period of time and theme park food does become quite jarring day after day after day and, and suddenly to find something that is totally different and is actually remarkably healthy was was really quite a, it's a delight and yeah it just offers something offers something different and, and I think that's that's something that I think sets Animal Kingdom a little bit apart in in some ways, doesn't it? From other, from some of the other theme parks. So yeah, my vote's going with Satuli. Claire, so Satuli was on my list for this year, but you know, it'll stay on the list for whenever we go. Uh, I can't bear Cosmic Ray. I can't bear Sunny Eclipse. No, clear. I can't. <laughs> Come on, everyone's got to sit through Sunny Eclipse. It's got to be unclear. Come on. I've done it. I don't need to do it again. Um, I can't, I can't bear. Join teaming up again. (laughs) It's always heaving. The toilets are disgusting. Uh, The, the bar, the, uh, oh, what do you call it? The fixings bar. No. Oh, the salad. Yeah, okay. I'll go with that. I'll give you that. For me, I'm going to go for Sunshine Seasons. And the reason I like Sunshine Seasons is because they serve every meal. You can have breakfast there, lunch, dinner, and they serve snacks through the day as well. Their coffee is good. Um, It's air-conditioned, and you can sit there after you've been for a little trip on uh, Living with the Land. Can I also add in as well, Claire? Because I must admit, we have eaten in Sunshine Seasons repeatedly. For anybody who is listening and is looking for a recommendation just please look upwards whilst you sat there because actually yeah. the, li- the little balloons that are in mm-hmm. the whole of the pavilion used to go up and down once upon a time they don't anymore but they're the most beautiful things to take photographs of they're stunning aren't they and yeah. also some of the food is grown in living with the land yeah, yeah, in, yeah. in the greenhouses so yeah. the thing is if i looked up from sunshine seasons i'd just be wishing that I was having breakfast in garden grill because <laughs> that's a fantastic breakfast. Do you know something, Lloyd? I actually don't like Garden Grill. Oh, it's the pastry bread. Oh, yeah, with the, the Nutella. Oh. It's the smell of chlorine. It's the smell <laughs> okay. of chlorine that's coming from, living from the, the river below. Yeah. It's really weird. It's, it's a real strange feeling because, yeah, and, and the fact that you're going round ever so slightly. So you actually don't quite know where you are at some points. Well, it's eat. brilliant. It's brilliant. You've seen every every five minutes. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> the next round's going to be interesting. Oh, dear. That sounds ominous. So wait, I'm, I'm assuming Satuli won that one, yeah? Um, it, Satuli has one because I'm going to go yeah. for that vote as well. I actually thought I was the only person in the world that hated um, Sunny Eclipse. So thank you, Claire. Because I would oh, quite no. happily burn him to the ground if I was so given much, a chance. Wow. So much hate for Sunny, man. Oh, I didn't go. Oh. 
I tell you, I tell you, I'm I'm accepting no responsibility for that email here. No, I did not go that far, Becca. I think you pushed it. It doesn't help that they got my order wrong. Well, I don't think it makes a lot of difference, to be honest with you. You don't ask Sunny Eclipse for your food. That's where you went wrong. He's the face of the the organisation. I don't mind him, but is is it about time somebody else got a gig? Really? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. someone that can sing. (laughs) Or something from this planet. They don't have to be from this planet as long as they can sing. No, don't be planning. Stitch is currently unemployed within Magic Kingdom. We might see him shipped in there, might we? I'd be quite happy with Stitch. (laughs) So long as he doesn't spit in your food, you'll be fine. It's all right, he'll like me, I'm sure. Right, so round two. Sci-Fi Diner. Skipper Canteen. Garden Grill. Or Yak and Yeti. I'm literally, I'm, I'm here for all the fussy eaters out there, man. <laughs> um, Go for it, Sammy. Uh, what was the first one again? Sci-Fi Diner. Yeah, Sci-Fi Diner. You can get chicken nuggets and chips in there. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> Actually, I think it's chicken strips that they do, not chicken nuggets. But, uh, yeah. It's a big it's chicken in... Um, it's a big long nugget. <laughs> Yeah, they're just being posh, Sammy. That's all. Yeah, that's it. You know, it's just it's just nuggets, but longer and thinner. And I mean, the atmosphere is lovely, and <laughs> like the novelty of it's really fun. Um, we were going to eat there, uh, me and my family in May, but obviously they got cancelled, blah, 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 like everyone else. But uh, yeah, I think for the novelty of it, it's really fun. Uh, and that with the and the cars and the, the theater shows playing and stuff. But yeah, I'm I'm just there for for the nugs, man. <laughs> so now I'm gonna go sci-fi diner because it's the only one I've eaten at. Fair, I think. Yeah, that's it is, one. yeah. Yeah, so it's not nice food. I have to admit, I can't really complain. I remember the time we went there, um, we were given an anniversary cupcake, and because it got to the point where we said, "Oh um, no, we've got no room for dessert," and it's like, "Oh, here's a free cupcake." So we have, <laughs> I have stayed. room we had, for that. Yeah, have room for that. So yeah, it's a really nice, good atmosphere. Yep. It was on our list for this year, but. It'll be on there again sometime Half of soon. these are on the list for this year. Yeah. You mean to say, Ben, that your vote's being bought by a cupcake? <laughs> oh, yeah, it was just, you know, this was the first <laughs> I mean... Disney magic. This was that uh, we had best of the first Most sort of... Most could be bought with a cupcake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mines is bought with nuggets, so... <laughs> I'll go next. So I, I, <laughs> I'm being controversial tonight. I don't like sci-fi diner. Because the reason Rooney. No, and the reason I don't like it is I'm a bit funny about eating in the dark. I don't I like to see what's on my plate and I yeah, so that that's not an appeal. I think me. I think you've said this before, Claire, so I, I admire your consistency on that. Yeah. yeah. I feel like me and Claire are the opposite because I'm such a fussy eater and you're such a foodie. <laughs> like we're always at opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> I know, but if it, I don't really mind what it is I'm eating as long as I can see it. You know, God knows what it could be. Um, so I'm going to go Yak and Yeti. I like the quick service, but I also like the table service. So I'm assuming you're talking about the table service, uh, oh, yeah. Becca. Yes, um, service. It's not the cheapest of restaurants, but I think the food is excellent. Um, it's very tasty and the service is good. John? Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna go with a similar way. But I would also say that the Sci-Fi Diner actually is one of our 
favourite places, for particularly if you're paying out of pocket, because actually it's quite reasonable for theme park food. And I know my kids absolutely love the place, and it and that's also it's just one of them places that is totally different that you can do but I'm, my vote's going to go for the Yak and Yeti it's a Landry's restaurant which is on Disney pop property so it's worth remembering if you again if you're paying out of pocket you can actually use the Landry's card to get a discount um, we've been there with Dining Plan and I've got to say I think for the same reason as Satuli it's not theme park food and uh, we got to an embarrassing bit i think it was just last last year where we turned up there and all four of us having been in florida for only about a week were fed up eating sort of the usual sort of theme park fare etc and we all sat down and we all ordered chicken tikka masala <laughs> and it was it was delicious it really was it was absolutely beautiful and like Claire said, the service there is absolutely spot on, you know, and, and I've, I've really got to say it's it's one of those little places that loads of people walk past. It's perhaps because it's an animal kingdom, it's not considered for an evening meal. Um, and since Animal Kingdom was opening much later over the past you know, past few years, I hope that, you know, once once we get beyond these days that uh, you get back to evening evening hours within magic uh, within animal kingdom and uh, people about yak and yeti for the most most delicious curries and, and different theme park food so that's my choice peter right one of the worst meals i've ever had at disney property was in sci-fi dining so i am not going to vote for that i'm sorry the place is great the place is fantastic the food was awful I'm going to go for one that I haven't been to, which is Skipper Canteen, because I like the idea of it. I like the look of the menu. I like the idea of the cast members telling the jokes. I like the idea that it's part of the uh, Society of Adventurers and... What is explorers it? and Adventurers. The, the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, which is this like, hid, little hidden society within the Disney parks. And it just looks fun. Very nice. Jill? Hmm. I was going to say Skipper Canteen for exactly the same reasons, basically. I've not done it either, obviously. But, yeah, I like the, the look of the theming and all the little in-jokes and the references to Jungle Cruise and so on. And, yeah, it just looks like fun. Sci-Fi Diner, maybe we chose the wrong things. I think we should have just stuck to burgers. But And, yes, it was very dark and not very comfortable. I had a glotini, so I could see what I was eating by the light of the rather camp blue glowing thing. But um, the experience was fine, but the food was not great. So I will skip that and I will go to Skipper's Canteen instead. Okay. Lloyd? And last time I went to Sci-Fi Diner, I absolutely loved it, loved the food, loved the theming. But I was 12. <laughs> um, <laughs> That doesn't and matter, I still care. Even though I loved it then, my culinary tastes have sort of changed a little bit. So instead of sitting in a pretend car, I probably prefer to sit in the pretend speedboat in the boathouse these days. Um, so, yeah, not sci-fi diner, although it's a nice little, it's, it's, it's a nice theme um, and it works quite well. Um, I haven't eaten at Skipper Canteen or Yak and Yeti, but 
I like I like the look of them. I like the me- look of the menus, and I like the look of the theming as well. Um, probably lean to Yak and Yeti out of those two. Uh, but my choice is going to be Garden Grill, um, despite what John said about the smell. I didn't pick up on that when I was there. Um, I, I, it was just it was. I went for breakfast. It was a good character meet. Um, it was family dining, so they bring the all you can eat to you. Uh, the pastry that oh, was amazing that you started with. And then you've got your your regular bits and pieces, your sausage, your breakfast potatoes and stuff. But you've got little accoutrements from um, that they take from living with the land. So you have nice chili salsa and, and various other bits, uh, which is a nice touch. And you get your pog juice as well, um, which which was lovely. So, yeah, and last time I went, it was mum and dad's probably last trip ever to Walt Disney World. So me, Emma, Brody uh, and mum and dad. And we sat in one of the booths facing outwards. So we got to see the chase, change in a scene. So... Yeah, fond memories, and it was also really spot-on food for a nice hearty breakfast. Yeah, can I also add in there as well, Lloyd? Because I think you know, going beyond, going beyond the smell, <laughs> yeah, because because of the size of the restaurant, the actual character interaction in there is absolutely superb. Yeah, and and you you really the cat the characters do linger, and they spend a hell of a lot more time in there than than in many other places for. For breakfast in particular, and and uh, you know, I think it's it's worth anybody listening to this. If you you know planning a future trip, it is it is worth it for that. Yeah, well, we in the end, in, superb. In the end, we're like, oh, it's coming back. Dale's coming back again. Yeah. Like, don't make eye contact. Don't make eye contact. <laughs> he might just walk past. I want to eat. I want to eat my breakfast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's, but that's nice because and I think yeah. I think particularly for kids, I think it becomes you know there's a, there, there becomes a, a a really nice sort of feeling as they go past again. Yeah. Then the children get an opportunity of, of, of continuing either discussion or, you know, yeah. even a different, a different photo or a different autograph yeah. or whatever. It's good. Plus you get, you get, um, you get Mickey, which is a good one. Yeah. Um, Pluto, Chippendale. Um, well, I haven't cast my vote yet, but at the oh, moment, so you look a silent, silent assassin. Yeah. Until well, the at the moment, we've got two again. two votes for sci-fi, two two votes for Kipper Ska- Skipper Candy, <laughs> <laughs> and two votes for Yak and Yeti. The Kipper, the Kipper, that's Sammy's restaurant, is it? The Kippers <laughs> <laughs> must be. So, I went, I went Garden Grill. You did, yeah. yeah. There's one vote for Garden Grill. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, you don't care Bless. anymore. Bless <laughs> Sorry, Lloyd. Now, on a normal day, I might have gone for Garden Grill, but that'll just leave two votes for everything and it'll be completely up in the air. So, I think I'm going to go for Sci-Fi Diner for a couple of reasons. Yes! First being, it's the only one I've actually been to. And secondly, because the majority of people actually said that they quite enjoyed their experience there. Even if it wasn't what they voted for. Yeah, yes. good fun. Love it. Buzzing that one of the Diplomacy ones that Athletes won. Did the cupcake win? The cupcake won. Cupcake yes. always, a cupcake and nuggets always win. Food served in a basket will always outwin everything else, won't it? <laughs> Plates are so overrated. <laughs> Round three Hollywood Brown Derby, La Celia. <laughs> Sammy's not going to like any of these Tiffins Or be our guest dinner 
can I have no votes? No, you have to choose one of them. Right, so usually I would go first here because it'd be very easy, but now I need to look at all the menus. So, so uh, come back to me later. I think I'm going to start with Peter. Brown Derby. Brown Derby. But not the grapefruit cake. I really hate it. <laughs> uh, I I don't like anything bitter. I'm a super taster. Don't like anything bitter. And everybody was telling me, you know, it it isn't that bitter. I couldn't finish it, and it was only a tiny portion. Um, but no, I love Brown Derby. I, I love the food. I love the atmosphere. Yeah, the waiters telling you constantly about what a uh, thingy cocktail is. Shirley Temple. Shirley Temple cocktail is and how it was invented for Shirley cocktail, blah, blah, blah. I like it. Shirley cocktail. <laughs> Shirley cocktail. <laughs> that well-known song. Shirley Temple cocktail. <laughs> Sorry, Shirley cocktail sounds like a drag queen. If anybody, if anybody doesn't know, the supposed story behind Shirley, the Shirley cocktail. <laughs> the Shirley Temple cocktail. I'll get your coat. Peter. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, the, the idea behind it is that Shirley Temple was sick of having Coca-Cola when everybody else was having fancy cocktails. So supposedly the barman made her this one out of ginger ale and grenadine that looked pink. And that is supposedly how the Shirley Temple cocktail came about. So yes, I am going for Brown Derby. But not the chopped salad, it's too big. Okay. Is there anything on the menu you do like? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going for it, aren't I? There's only one item. <laughs> That's all that it takes. I like the fact you get really good seats as well for Fantasmic if you do the package. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Jill. Oh, broken record, I'm afraid. I'm also going to have to go for Brown Derby. It's one of the few places I think it's probably the only place we've done twice um both times we did the fantastic package uh second time we did lunch there which was really lovely just nice relaxed lunch our server David was utterly amazing we had a running joke that that year that everybody all the nice CMs in Disney were called David and uh yeah he was called David and he was absolutely fantastic um and just lovely menu, beautiful food, and lovely atmosphere. Brilliant. Uh, Lloyd? Yeah, it's a tough one. My choice is, I haven't eaten in this place, the one I'm going to choose, but it's uh, its more about the, the evening as a whole, having uh, dinner there. So going to go into Epcot, going to uh, go left to start with, wander up into Mexico, have a nice little tequila as an aperitif, and then head over to La Cellier. Nice, quaint cellar environment. Get a nice bottle of wine and enjoy some of the steak and a bit of the seafood as well, a bit of surfy-turfy going on. Um, and then once I head out, head over into France, glass of champagne, and a wander around Epcot to finish it off. That would be my choice. Sounds like a nice date. You can take me any time, Lloyd. <laughs> 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 oh dear! What was it? What was the third one? There was BR Guest and Silly Brown Derby, and what was the other one? Tiffins. Tiffins. 
John. Well done, well done, Sammy. You you managed to change the subject brilliantly there. Just, just, just <laughs> the timing, the right moment. Well, ben Ben was just about to start punching Lloyd on the uh, computer. Ben, yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Beck has a penchant for any sort of date that involves things that you can use your dining plan for. Is that penchant or poncho? <laughs> <laughs> poncho. And champagne. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just hoping for an ice cream, actually. John. Okay. Um, again, it's a really difficult choice. Once upon a time, when probably the dining plan was at just one uh, counter service, uh, one table service credit, the cellier was exceptional. And they changed it. They changed it to be a signature restaurant, two credits, and actually you didn't seem to get an awful lot more for for, for the value of, of, of your whole dining plan. And it, 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 in a way, it was, it was heartbreaking because actually the Cellier is a beautiful place to go and eat, Lloyd. Like you said, um, be our guest. I love, um, but it's amazingly inconsistent and the service can be it obviously depends on where you get sat but actually the food is is inconsistent and, and i find that quite frustrating at times because it is a beautiful place to go and eat um so my vote's going to go with tiffins and my actual vote itself it doesn't come in for dining plan it comes for the actual food that you get um it is not cheap um but also the Nomad Lounge is next door. Um, but you, you, I don't know, it's a quality place to go and eat. And it's actually, it's beyond just the food. It's the ambiance of the place. And, and I've got to say, yeah, I'm going to go with Tiffin's. Claire? Um, so, John, I'm going to disagree with you here that um, I went to Tiffin's last year and I found it remarkably average for the price. I thought the the environment was lovely. The food I thought was not great. To be it may just have been our meal. Our server was also not great. Um, so uh, if we could have to separate out Tiffins and Nomad Lounge because yeah. Nomad Lounge would sway it, um, I'm not going to go for Tiffins. I'm afraid, and I, I don't think I, I think, would go back I think, there. But, I think as well, Claire. Though I think that goes back to consistency, doesn't it? Yeah, it's in, in inside a theme park, and you know, yeah, it has to be really good to justify the cost. Yeah, absolutely. Of, of that menu, um, and I say it may it may just have been that day, that time, that experience. Yeah, I'll go with that. Um, but I'm actually going to go for somewhere that we've had an outstanding meal. Uh, actually, Millie was really little when we went, and she was having the worst night of the holiday. She was really playing up in our high chair. And the service we got in this place was incredible, uh, good humoured, well presented. The food was outstanding, uh, and I'm going with Lloyd. No, not with Lloyd, but I'm, I'm <laughs> unless Why he's paying. Not? Why not? Me, you going around there? Lloyd's paying. Lloyd's paying. Sig man, Lloyd's up your ladies man. This episode, let's get on. Red speedos, doing the slow motion run around. That's what started it, Lloyd. Yeah, but it is. It's the whole. That's it, man. The whole Hasselhoff moment. Uh, I'm going to the Cellier. Um, I think it's really great. I think the menu's excellent. The atmosphere is beautiful down there. And actually, because it's not a huge restaurant and it's enclosed and it really does feel like you're in a cellar, I think I think it's great, actually, that you, you feel the atmosphere while you're eating. 
Okay, well, I think the only one I've been to was at Be Our Guest. Yeah, but that was the old menu, not the new one. I know, and that's what's taken it off my list, because I look at the new menu and go, no, overpriced, it's not worth it, and even we looked at it with the dining plan and thought, no, the menu just doesn't look right for what they're trying to charge. So, um, the Cellier has always been one that I've wanted to go to, we've just never yet been there. Uh, had good reviews, had some mixed, but that's always been, what was the other Hollywood Brander being Tiffins. Tiffins looks nice, but I'm with Claire that I think it's a bit too pricey. And from what the food I've seen that's been served. So I'm going to go with Le Cellier. Le Cellier for yourself. I'll go next. Give Sammy a few more minutes to decide. Um, I'm going to go for the one that I've always wanted to go to but the one that I think I'll definitely find food that I'd like to eat which is Le Cellier. So Sammy. Hi guys so um, looking at the menu there is no chicken nuggets and I'm going to send a letter <laughs> of complaint to Disney because I think at least every single uh, restaurant no matter how high key should allow chicken nuggets for fussy are you sure, are you like, sure it's not on the kids menu though Sammy? no I've, I'm looking at the kids menu this instant <laughs> <laughs> not that it's on none of the kids menus I am fraught no chicken but, strips <laughs> no chicken strips nothing. but there is grilled chicken on some of the kids menus so my second favourite kind of chicken but uh, I would have I can, I can eat grilled chicken so I can also eat steak but I'm not like a big, huge fan of it. And I like it. All the steak connoisseurs are going to hate me, but like I like my steak well done. I can't have any pink, any red, like none of that. <laughs> if I see any of that, I can't eat it. So <laughs> I don't like my steak to be alive. Um, so I'm going to go with, I had a look at everything, uh, but I'm going to go with La Celie. How do you say it? La Celie? La Celie, yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Um, there are two kids options I can go with there's girl chicken with gravy they also do fries um because they do poutine so I would just ask for like chicken fries and gravy which I can totally eat or if I was feeling like a steak they do a grilled strip steak um for kids as well and Disney are really good um with adults ordering kids meals I've never ever had an issue with it so yeah I would go for a kids meal at La oh you had you had me at poutine yeah see i don't like i don't like cheese or like whatever else is in poutine so it would just be chips and gravy for me which is like that's all right that's i'll have the poutine hold the cheese that's that, yeah, that's fine. exactly i would love to try the the kids dessert the chocolate mousse that looks such fun i mean <laughs> chocolate, yeah, chocolate mousse yeah. yeah proper mousse yeah but it's shaped like a mousse yeah Oh, is it actually the like animal? A, the the animal? That's oh, really cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's quite cool, actually. Let's see if I can find a picture and put it on the show notes. Yes. Yeah. Did well, Lucilia win that one then? Lucilia won that one overwhelmingly. Paul be our guest didn't get any fights at all. It's because they've ruined it. Like, they've just ruined it. I mean, it I wasn't was... really good to start with, but. I have to say, I had a nice meal there. We had um, a great meal there. Yeah, we had um, Rack of Lamb. Lamb, right? Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. We had, no, we had an okay meal there, but, you know, much like I don't like eating in the dark, I also don't like it when a server throws their plate, your plate on the table at you. 
Oh, no, we never had that. Right. Mm. No, we had a lovely server, but I have to say it's it's Disney's noisiest mess hall. <laughs> it's I, very initially, nice. But initially, when it when it first opened, it was absolutely gorgeous. It really was. We had a, it is a amazing. We, we actually ordered, we even bought a bottle of wine. And yeah, yeah which is like, yeah, talk about splashing out, like, you know. Before, you know, before before you got free wine on the dining plan and all that, we actually we weren't on the dining plan. We just wanted to go for the whole experience. We even bought wine, but they they even gave you the the actual wine label. They yeah. gave you on a separate piece of card to take home. So you actually we've got it somewhere that you can actually always remember the wine that you actually drank that night and how much it cost you. <laughs> no, there's no mention of that. Which is, <laughs> Oh, so that's ingrained in your brain gloss, gloss over that <laughs> <laughs> I think they stopped bringing you in holding Lumiere haven't they or have yeah. they yeah because yeah. that was really good mm. yeah and also meeting the beast that was also weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 having a little dance with him yeah not oh. that they call him the beast of course he's the master there yeah yes. well I think when they introduced breakfast and lunch as quick service, it just... The lunch is really nice. Lunch was nice. Breakfast, no. Overpriced. Was it $30, $28? Just a basic breakfast. You can get in a hotel for half the price. Which is a shame, because it could be so much nicer. Oh, we, we actually enjoyed... The breakfast was all right we had there. It was... It was okay. I think my problem was pricey. it's $7, $8 more and I can get buffet from Crystal Palace. With characters, yeah, yeah. Or Tusker, whoop, whoop. <laughs> yeah. No, it's no. I can see where you're coming from. Yes, round four. Now I struggled finding one for Hollywood Studios in this round because at the minute there's not much open. So anyway, we've got Sunshine Tree Terrace, Kringler Bakery, Pongu Pongu, or the Milk Stand in Galaxy's Edge. I'm going to start this one, Sunshine Tree Terrace. There's just one word, citrus swirl, or two words. Two words. Okay, citrus swirl. <laughs> and you know what, I'm going to just agree with you on that. Or Red Revenge, if that's what they're doing in the day. That's my favourite snack in the whole of Walt Disney World. I'll, jo- I'll join you with that, Becca. I've got to say, because actually there is just something quite exquisite about there. Uh, about going and just even even if you don't have the even if you don't go for the whole sort of citrus swirl bit and everything like that and the doll whip start of it it's just beautiful ice cream and i, I love it in magic kingdom i'll go for the same site as well and the uh, the orange bird is a little cutie claire i'm i'm not going with you i'm going to epcot for the kringler og bakery because let's just face it you've got uh rice cream school bread Lefse, Trollhorn. What more do you need? It's going to see you all the way around World Showcase. I'm going with Claire to Kringler. And yeah, it's, it, 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 it has a nice selection. The, the quality of the bake is really nice. And there are no soggy bottoms. <laughs> and it's, it's just great. I love it. Jill? I'm going to go for uh, Sunshine Tree Terrace. Uh, I will go for a Dole Whip classic, uh, although if they're doing one of their speciality ones, like they did the Hey Hey one and so on, I might try one of those. Just a nice place and a nice treat. 
Sammy. So I just had to kind of do a wee quick Google because I'm not a big snacker. So I don't really use snack places. Um, but having a look at the Kringla Bakery, it has like a white vanilla chocolate like cupcake. And like we all know how we feel about cupcakes. Like that's a winner. So <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Kringla Cafe Bakery thing. Lovely. So Sunshine Tree Terrace won that one. So semi-final. Kringla gave a run for its money, though. It did. Kringla mm, it certainly quite did. A run yeah. For its money. Hey, what was it? What was the scores? Who got? Who got what? Uh, it was three to five. Ah, for Sunshine okay. Tree. Yeah. yeah, I think if you'd have, if you'd have chucked in uh, the uh, patisserie in France at Epcot, I would have voted for that one. That, I would yeah, have, but is, it's not open currently. Yeah. That is the greatest hidden. Little place for breakfast in the whole of that cup. Yeah, I wanted to breakfast. go for ones that were open currently. So no, good call. Good call. Okay. Makes sense. Go and have a try. Yeah, like so that. We've never been into Quinkle Bakery. We've not been into Quinkle Bakery. It's very small. Mm. It's, yeah. it's literally a walkthrough with an outside dining area. I think um, last time we were there, they were just serving everything outside because it was under refurbishment. Well, they, uh, do nice, they do nice Oh, cinema. yeah, last year it was. Yeah. yeah. They used to do Aquavit. Now, that was fun. What's Aquavit? Well, you didn't remember the rest of World Showcase. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) You you know, experience. uh, I didn't have it. Dan had it. But, you know, if you go somewhere, you try the local fire water, don't you? You have Madronia in Portugal, you know, whatever it is. And, uh, yeah, Aquavit is uh, pretty much pure ethanol, I think. (laughs) But then that probably that probably at a time when it was proper Norway, wasn't it? It wasn't frozen land. It was oh Norway. yeah, no, it was it, it was, was Norway, and in yeah, Norway yeah. we drink aquavit. You got to stay warm somehow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone if anyone is listening in Norway, please do feel free to send us a free uh, <laughs> complimentary aquavit samples because we would love to we'd love to do that in the next episode too. Oh, that'd be great. I think we could do a virtual drink around the world. I would pass out like straight up. Like I'm like the lightest weight in the world, so I would like literally pass out one drink. I'm I'm gone. I think yep. it could be quite fun. Or we could do a snack around the world if we weren't thinking of drinking. We could do the snacks and the drinking because it actually. Yeah, you need I to do both. I'll drink. I'll need to have someone here to look after me. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. I think it'd be quite funny. Yeah. Has anybody else actually done drinking around the world? Because I, yeah, you know, not yet. No. no. Okay, yeah. sorry, me and Claire. That's very boring. What <laughs> <laughs> a surprise! <laughs> Lloyd, have you not Shanks done it? Lloyd, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was there on my own, when I was doing my pilot's license, and I, my my friend was a cast member, yeah. so he got us into all the parks free. So over a weekend, we'd go in there and drink around the world. But there was a lot of cast members who did it as well. Mm. Oh yeah. I'm so not what, surprised it's the three drinkers of the group. <laughs> it's a lovely experience. It's a lovely walk. We've eaten around the world. Do yeah. you remember it? How many more did you start? It can't be drink around the world. Yeah, yeah it doesn't. It, you, if you're careful and you can you can actually share stuff as well. Yeah. Okay. Just top up a gift card, then you're not going to go over. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's, it's nice. It's not a lovely thing to do. I could. Yeah. 
share it because Jill just wouldn't drink it. I've been drinking no. it all myself. <laughs> We've all got to do like a group like trip, man, and then like drink around the world. That would be absolutely bedlam. <laughs> like that would be mayhem. We'd all get banned. Yeah, but the only thing the only thing is if we go if we go left out of Epcot, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's only Claire and I that'd probably make it to back to the UK. I reckon so. There's nothing wrong with a breakfast margarita, let's face it. <laughs> I have actually done that. I've had a margarita at eleven o'clock. Oh. And regretted it very soon after. Yeah. Oh. My cousin is a bad influence. You think I'm bad, you should beat her. Oh. Has to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Shall we move on to the semi-final? Go on. So, semi-final time. We have Satuli Canteen or Sci-Fi Diner? Satuli Canteen. There's two. There's me and Peter. Satuli Canteen. Satuli Canteen. And two, three, Sci-Fi, four. I'm going. I'm going with Satuli simply for the reasons mentioned in the first round. Right. Well, I think it's safe to say Satuli won that one. Okay. I think only poor Sammy didn't vote for Satuli. I know. I, I want my. I want my chicken nugs, man. And we wouldn't think to deny <laughs> you them. You can't deprive me of my chicken nuggets. <laughs> they're all I have. I know. They're all I want and need. What would you do if, like, Bob Chapek announced, like, cost-cutting measures for scrapping chicken nuggets? I'd um, probably not go back. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> I just You'd like, have to go to Paris I'll instead and see if they do I'll nuggets. Just, I'll just, like, sneak a McDonald's in with me or something. <laughs> I think the Disney board would be sacking Bob, though, wouldn't they? You know, that's <laughs> Huge revenue stream on that. I know. Yeah, just that's just Sammy. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, that's just my share. You're keeping Disney going. Yeah, with all the nuggets. And second semi-final, we have two very different things. Le Cellier versus Sunshine Tree Terrace. Le Cellier. Le Cellier. Le Cellier. Sunshine Le... Tree Terrace. Oh. Sunshine Tree Terrace for me as well. Lasselier. Yeah, Lasselier. Two more for Lasselier. I'm gonna go with Lasselier as well. Yeah, Lasselier. I just think it's a. Yeah. We would. Yeah, the only vote for that is because I've never been to Lasselier. Yeah. Yeah. Yet. 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 Yes. All right. So the final. Satuli Canteen versus Lasselier. Le Cellier. Yeah. Yeah, Le Cellier. It's a different experience completely in different leagues. So I'm going to choose Satuli just because that's actually on my list to eat at and I would go out of my way to eat there. Um, but I wouldn't at Le Cellier. So Satuli. Satuli for me. It's every meal I've gone that I've enjoyed. It's not theme park food. I know Le Cellier is difficult to compare, but I much prefer the idea of just going somewhere where I can get something completely different. I'm going to go Satuli as well, because I've eaten there. And I haven't eaten at the Cilia. 7, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Who hasn't voted? It's me and John. John and Claire. 
And Johnny's glaring. <laughs> I'm finding I'm finding this really difficult. I, I've got to say this is this is as tough a choice in a final as I think I think we've got to. And I've got there's no. I'll tell you what I'll go because I don't think it's hard at all. I go on, Claire, go on. I'm going to the Cellier. I thought you would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and actually, the, qual- the quality of what La Cellier has as an experience, I'll go for. But I've got to say, I'm going to go back to what I said initially about Satoulis. Once you actually understand the menu, what it provides as a meal and as a, as a, as a, a reasonably valued meal as well. And this is possibly where it sets itself apart from La Cellier for me is if you pay it if you're paying for it it actually it's so different within the not just within the theme park but within what's offered within the, the sort of wider Orlando area as well you don't you don't kind of get that type of food so yeah I'm going to go with Satouli and I'm going to leave that with Becca as the host of the show to sort out <laughs> I'd say that was a little bit mean, but since I voted for Satouli, I guess that makes that the winner. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it dead? Was it a dead tie? It was. Dead tie for and for. Host, host uh, with the most gets the final say. Yep, so Satouli Canteen. Woo! <laughs> It'd be, wow. be interesting to see how they come up on Instagram, Ben. Yeah, that's that a good will point. Be yeah. an interesting one for Instagram. I wonder Instagram. Whether it'd be just like um, Nemo versus Lion King. So, that's all for this month. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us as much as we've enjoyed recording. You can subscribe to our podcasts on a number of apps, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can also find them and more on on our YouTube channel. We also invite you to follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at GBMickeyWaffle or drop drop us a message at themickeywaffle at gmail.com. Waffle on! Waffle on!